Why spend hours searching dealerships, comparing makes and models? Find the best of BC's inventory in one place, todaysdrive.com. You'll have access to inventory across BC, where you can easily find a vehicle that fits your needs and gets you where you need to go in comfort. Get in the driver's seat. Don't miss out on the many options we have available for you. Powered by Black Press Media, todaysdrive.com connects you with exclusive new and used car deals. NFL Report with Philip Wolf and Aaron Halluschuk is a Black Press Media podcast. Welcome to the NFL Report. I'm Aaron Halschuk, a journalist with Black Press Media. After a little bit of a hiatus, we are back looking ahead to the 2023 NFL season, looking at the draft from earlier this spring and what's to come leading into the summer and the new football year. I'm joined today with Vancouver Island Daily and Parksville Qualcomm Beach News editor Philip Wolf to discuss all things NFL. Welcome back to the podcast, Philip. Thanks, Aaron. Are you blaming me for the hiatus? I am certainly not. It was a natural break. Let's call it that. So it has been a little while since we last chatted, and there's definitely been some changes over the last few months in the NFL. Let's start naturally with the draft that happened at the end of April. Looking back at that, what's your feeling of the draft? Which teams do you think came out really ahead of the game, and maybe which teams didn't do so well? I think there was two teams that really stood out for me. One was the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they did a great job adding Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith, both from Georgia to their defense. And they also traded for running back DeAndre Swift. That doesn't really count in terms of the draft, but I thought that they did a great job. And also your Seattle Seahawks had what I thought was another great draft. Coach Pete Carroll loves himself some DBs and cornerback Devin Witherspoon should be a good one. It was a little surprising that they took a corner that high, I'd say, given they've done such a great job in developing them. But wide receiver Jackson Smith-Najigba at 20 was a great pick. He'll fit in nicely with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Those are my two favorite classes. In terms of the biggest surprise, I would say it's probably Atlanta picking Bijan Robinson at number eight. He's a mm-hmm. running back. He's a great player, but they're not as valued as they are in terms of draft status as they once were. And in terms of failures, the biggest for me, it would be the Miami Dolphins losing their first round pick because owner Stephen Ross is a meddling fellow. I'll just call him I was going to ask your thoughts on that. Absolutely. Yeah. It wasn't a very strong quarterback draft for sure. But what do you think of CJ Stroud going to the Texans? Obviously, they're desperate need of some sort of life and rejuvenation in that team. How do you think he'll succeed there? I'm a little wary sometimes of the quarterbacks that come from the really high end programs. Yeah because they're absolutely surrounded with talent, like in Alabama and Ohio State. In Stroud's case, they've got the five best offensive linemen they can get. Their receivers are always wide open. For me, it's a little hard to judge them. And there was the issue with his performance on one of the quote-unquote intelligence tests. I think it'd be fine. He's a really accurate thrower, and that seems to be the main thing these days. So looking at a little bit of the off-season drama that we've had, obviously one of the biggest headlines was Green Bay losing Aaron Rodgers and him going to the New York Jets. What are your thoughts on that situation? It feels like it was a hurry up and wait, and then finally the news broke. How do you see the Jets doing? How do you see Green Bay doing? And what are your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers' career in New York? 
I think this is something that Green Bay needed to do years ago, to be honest with you. I think they hung on too long. He's obviously still a great quarterback, but he's getting old and he loves him some drama, that's for sure. They've got Jordan Love waiting in the wings. I think they should have done this a long time ago. For the Jets, I think this could backfire. This could almost be like a Brett Favre to the Jets and or Minnesota scenario. They're still maybe the third best team in the division. He is old. And if they start struggling, you know, who knows if he'll start complaining. How do you see that situation unfolding? I agree. It's interesting. History does have a funny way of repeating itself. And that's exactly what I thought too. And he's going from the top of the NFC North to now probably arguably one of the toughest divisions in football. He's going to face Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. And those are not easy teams to play, especially given his age. And it's not like he ended the year blowing up the stat sheet either last year. So I'm going to be really curious. And everybody knows the New York market. It's not exactly the easiest place to walk into, even if you are Aaron Rodgers. And given the fact that he's bringing all of his both on the field and off the field drama to the team, it's one that I'm going to keep an eye on just to see how things play out even on the gossipy rumor side of things. I'm I'm curious to see definitely how that one will play out. Philadelphia Eagles, obviously were super close to taking home the championship title last year. Jalen Hurts put on this spectacular performance. How do you see them playing out this year? Are they going to go ahead and have that Super Bowl slump this year? Or do you think Jalen Hurts is just going to build off the momentum from last year? I think they'll be just fine. They lost both their offensive and defensive coordinators, which often happens to successful teams. Brian Johnson and Sean Desai are the new coordinators, Johnson with the offense and Desai with the defense. How they grow into their roles will be telling. Desai, he's a Vic Fangio disciple. He was with the Seahawks for a a while as Harold tried to rebuild his defense there. Johnson is an in-house hire. He was the QB coach. So I don't think they'll miss much. He's already done a lot of work with Hertz. They've got a ton of talent. As I mentioned, they added Carter and Nolan Smith. Right now, they're my early Super Bowl pick. Mm, It's a good pick. I took a look at the schedule and it's quite interesting because I know some people are saying last year they had arguably the easiest schedule in the NFL. And this year, they've done a complete 180 and have now the hardest schedule in the NFL. Do you think that'll have an impact on them at all? I think a lot of that is often overrated. The first place teams play the other first place teams sometimes, and it depends on the division that they're playing. But there's 17 games. I think they'll be fine. Keeping on the theme of quarterbacks, let's talk a little bit about a quarterback on the opposite side of the coast for the San Francisco 49ers. That's going to be an interesting situation, how that quarterback room essentially is going to play out with Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy just leading the charge for the team at the end of the year. It's unfortunate he had that injury. What did they do with him? Literally the last draft pick last year versus their number one overall pick two years ago with Trey Lance. Who starts for that team and where do you see that quarterback battle going? If Purdy is healthy, I think he'll get the gig. But I say you just line them up and let them battle it out. But I wouldn't discount Sam Darnold either in that quarterback room. That's quite an interesting room. If Purdy is healthy, if he comes back from his injury, I think he'll get the gig. And then I think you'll see Trey Lance traded either at the deadline this year or in the offseason next year. But for me, it's Brock Purdy all the way. The team has the confidence in him. I don't think they lack confidence in Lance necessarily, but for what they're trying to do, I think Purdy showed he was a good fit. 
It's pretty interesting to see just from a purely skill level. It's pretty telling that you get this top quarterback and he's unfortunately, it was a series of bad events with the injuries and things like that and sitting behind Jimmy Garoppolo, but then you get literally the last draft pick and he has just rose through the ranks and has really proven himself. So it's interesting to see that irony. I don't know if that's quite the right word, but the way that played out for the team, I guess it's a good problem to have if you're San Francisco. With the speed of the game, for me, the most important thing that a quarterback can do is be able to process what's in front of him. The scouts are always in love with the physical traits, yes. you know, the height, the weight, like the Anthony Richardsons of the world. But Purdy can process the game remarkably quickly. That's why he gets in there and nothing is too fast for him. So he may not have physical traits, but with the speed of the game, more and more, I think you'll see more processors. You'll always love the big high-end physical talented guys, but Purdy reminds me of Drew Brees in terms of the way that he processed yeah. the game. And it's interesting. It's a good point. Maybe this is just being a bit too optimistic, but it seems like there's a little bit of a shift right now in the NFL with a bit more emphasis on the intelligence side of a quarterback and not so much the physicality. Because if you look at quarterbacks like Trey Lance or Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, the smaller guys in the group, they're definitely where they lack maybe in the typical physicality qualities of a quarterback they make up for certainly in their ability to read defenses and plays and things like that so it'd be interesting to see if that's a new trend that, or a trend that will continue or if it is you're right those talent scouts who are looking maybe for the wrong qualities in a quarterback I'm not sure Bryce Young this year the number one overall I saw some pictures of him with Carolina in camp and he looked like a little kid but again, I wonder about Young as well, even though in terms of the processing, he's another one that played in Alabama mm. and his receivers were always wide open. And it's a lot easier to process the game when you've got three open guys blocking for days. So I'm fascinated by that as well. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So keeping on the, again, the theme of quarterbacks, another dramatic topic last year, obviously, was the Russell Wilson trade and his maybe failure to launch in Denver with Denver now getting head coach Sean Payton taking over there. How do you see Russell Wilson's season playing out this year? Is it going to be a repeat of last year? Or do you think there's some potential and some good skill set that Sean Payton can bring to the team and to Russell Wilson? I think he'll be better. I don't think he could possibly be worse. <laughs> I'm fascinated by the offseason that he's had. He's just really laid low. Yes. He hasn't been a huge social media presence like he was last year and there's not endless let's ride proclamations. He's just getting down to work. I think a lot of that probably has to do with Peyton. Wilson was probably asked to settle down. I'm still not sold, though, on if he'll get back to the all-pro levels that he was with the Seahawks. He doesn't react like a typical Peyton quarterback would with the scanning the field. He's more of a street baller, for yes. lack of a better term. So I think he'll be better but I'm not sure that he'll get back to an all-pro status. It's an interesting one for sure. I feel the same way. I think there's nowhere but up to go, and I agree. I think he was also very humbled by the previous season, which maybe has something to do with his lack of social media presence. I know he put out a video last week of him training that everybody cringe yet again in their usual style whenever he does anything like that but it's been a rare one compared to past seasons. I'm hoping Sean Payton can bring me such a talented coach. I think 
he'll probably elevate his play. At least I'm hoping he will. That will be one to watch a little bit closer to home with Geno Smith having the season that he did last year with the Seahawks. How do you see that playing out now that there's again, like you mentioned earlier, in addition of another really talented, what it looks like on paper wide receiver, what type of year do you think Geno Smith and the Seahawks will have? I think they'll be very similar to what they were last year. I think he can replicate most of what he did. I think Mm -hmm. he won't be surprising any teams, but he does have such a talented receiving core. And with Carroll, the way that he's always been committed to the run game, that's a quarterback's dream. So I, I think he's just a very solid veteran. I think they should be at the very least on the fringes of playoff contention again. And they signed him to a reasonable contract. Do you think they should have taken a quarterback in the first round? I'm actually really glad they didn't. I was on team no quarterback for that round of the draft. I'm glad they did, but they did. I know their second pick with a wide receiver was a little bit controversial, but I think they actually did pretty well. I was a little bit into it during the draft, going on Twitter, going, what did they just do? But I I think I'm okay with the way that they selected. Are you surprised they didn't pick a quarterback? Not with the high pick. I'm surprised that they maybe didn't look at taking a shot at Will Levis or something Mm -hmm. and he went in the second round. So that would have been something like that. But in terms of what they're hoping for, and I think what Pete Carroll wants, I I think Gino is fine. Yeah, exactly. Again, going to the opposite end of the coast on the East Coast, looking at your dolphins and the expectations that are around two of this year and around the team. What's your prediction for the Miami Dolphins this year? Everything hinges on Tua's health. That's right. If he can stay healthy and upright for 17 games, which I'm worried about, for lack of a better term, I think they'll be fantastic. I think they'll be, I think they could win the division. I think they could be a Super Bowl team if he stays healthy. As we saw last year, he's one hit away from, he talked about retirement last year. Exactly. You you never hear that from a guy in their 20s like that, especially as a quarterback anyway. They've got fantastic receivers. They added Vic Fangio on the defense. They added Jalen Ramsey. They're really loaded for bear this year, but it all comes down to quarterback health. How about you? Yeah, I don't know if they've done quite enough to really strengthen their O-line and give them a lot of protection. That would be my one concern. I think you're right. I think if he stays healthy, they are going to be a team to watch. I think they have a really good chance of making it, but one hit, one concussion, and that could be the end of the Dolphins for this year. So it's a scary thing, I think, not only for Tua, I think for the entire league, given what happened in January, given what happened with all of the quarterbacks, for the most part, I think concussions and hits are going to be at the top of people's minds for sure. Just before we wrap up here, switching leagues completely, it is the start of the CFL season, and there's a lot of crossover between the CFL and the NFL, especially here in the offseason. Former BC quarterback turned Jacksonville Jaguar Nathan Rourke signed his contract with the team. He's probably going to be the third stringer. What are the chances that Nathan Rourke actually sees the field of an NFL game this year? Outside of the preseason, I'd say zero. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But again, there's money to be made there. And if he's pursuing his dream, I would have liked to see him play another full year in the CFL and get a bunch of reps before going down there to be third string or practice squad. But if the NFL is the dream, the NFL is the dream and the Lions are doing reasonably well with Vernon Adams. So 
that think... they are. So they're right now sitting at the top of the CFL at three and oh, they gave the Winnipeg Blue Bombers a nice little lesson in humility last week, really beating them up at home. How are they going to finish? Do you think they'll be a Grey Cup contender this year? Definitely. They're really looking good. Again, it comes back to quarterback health. If Adams can stay healthy, they'll be fine. You never know. They might even get Rourke back at some point. Who knows? I wouldn't count on it. But definitely, I think they're a great cup contender. Who are you looking at as the top of the league this year? I think the West, like in most years, I think definitely the stronger division. If the rivalry between Winnipeg and BC heats up, I think that'll make for some really good playoff football. Obviously, I think Winnipeg came into the game a little bit confident and maybe rightfully going to the Grey Cup for the past two years. But boy, that was an eye-opening lesson for them and the entire team. So I think if it could be a BC-Winnipeg Western final, I think Toronto is definitely going to be topping the East, maybe Toronto-Montreal on the East side. I think we can make for some pretty good playoff football in Canada What are your great cup predictions? Obviously a little bit early, but who do you see? The CFL almost always takes me half a season to even figure out who's close to being good. I could say BC, I could say Montreal, but at this point, the rosters are always in a state of flux with NFL cuts. I guess what I'm saying is I'm punting and ask me halfway through the season. (laughs) We'll check back in September. That's usually when it really heats up. Thanks so much, Philip. Really appreciate your time and insight. Thanks, Aaron. NFL Report with Philip Wolf and Aaron Halluschuk is a Black Press Media podcast. From the latest community news to informative, entertaining reads for travelers and the cannabis curious, just visit your local Black Press Media community newspaper website to sign up today.